hail our fair Riverdale. Register. In the bunker. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Riverdale Register. Everything's a little bit different now. Everything's a little bit crazy. So, crazy. Caitlin, Stephen, and I, hi, John, we're holed up in our respective sex bunkers, but we decided to still get together to fill the airwaves with something. God damn. Hell John's yeah. become a 1950s radio DJ in, uh, in the spare time. You know, I'm I had to pick a hobby. I had to pick a hobby since I now live in my room. Exactly. And this is the one you chose, John? <laughs> There's so many options. Not as many options as there used to be. Uh, I got a painting by numbers. You could have been a painter. You could have been a puzzle. A puzzle put together. There is one puzzle in my in my in my house that I'm like, oh well. I mean, I'm running out of excuses not to make it now. Did you guys realize that that we have all the same potential jobs as the Sims characters do? Like, you get to read a book on the bookshelf, and you get knowledge that way. Or you get to, like, go outside for a walk. Caitlin, Caitlin, <laughs> Sims have jobs. Well, well, they have jobs, but we never know what they do there. Yeah, we never, we never follow them away. to work. Anyway, guys, wow. I downloaded The Sims for <laughs> oh, $8. No. You're back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. That game sounds bonkers. Oh, The Sims is the best. Download it and you'll never see anyone again, which is great because we can't see anyone yeah. for a long time. You'll already never see anyone again. In the bunker. So we were discussing a little bit before we started the, po- the podcast uh, that uh, I have found out that I'm not an, uh, an introvert, like at all. I uh, I thought I was. I thought, you know, maybe... You know, oh, I'll, I get my my energy from you know being alone. Not true, not true. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, never thought you were, but was going to let you have your truth. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It was just a lie. It was a lie I was telling myself for a very long time. Mm. I've been pretty uh, pretty accepting of my extrovert status because every personality test I ever took was said that I was an extrovert. <laughs> but I don't necessarily think I'm like always super gregarious. I guess. Though, mm. I don't know. I like to, like, get a lot of people together for things and, like, talk to people and chat and I don't know. But, but yeah, this has been this has been good. I've been trying to look inside myself, which means oh. playing The Sims and reading a bunch of scripts to avoid writing my own scripts. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this has oh, been. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been Sounds fun. Sounds like actually. the procrastination is working well for you, John. How about you? I I've long considered myself an ambivert, where I like go through waves of one versus the other. And I feel that. Yeah, <clears throat> mm. but I don't. Right now, it's just been like I think a prolonged feeling of shock since like last Thursday. Like this this week has been a month long. Uh, and oh yeah. It, it Wait, just, this week? Yeah. It's been six months. No. Last, what are you talking about? <laughs> last Thursday was whenever was when the world kind of blew up, it felt like. Uh, and then today my Jeez. boss called me and be like, it's official. <laughs> what with the stay-home order, like, <clears throat> job doesn't exist after this week. I get some severance oh. pay. And then <laughs> no one knows. Literally no one knows. Well, holy. After that. Uh, but also, it's been great for my writing. I've been getting good amount of solid focus in every single day on on this feature. <clears throat> so. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm going to read this draft. I really fucking flaked on the first draft after being really excited to read it because I am really excited to read it. Um, I actually emailed you or I messaged you. I think though it's possible those texts did not go through because we've been <laughs> having we've been having texting issues, guys. Um, but I emailed you. I emailed Christian, or I guess texted Christian to email me a script of his that I had not read. So uh, that's one of my procrastination scripts. But I was like, I'm really sorry. I was so busy. And now everything in my life is canceled, well, with the exception of less you, work. So that's If you nice. want to read the first draft and give me notes, I mean, I'm, I'm still open to that. It's just Stephen kind of hit the main one on the head, which was your first character. Your main character is is bad. People, I don't like her. People don't like her. 
people. People. Uh, well, die. I think the I think the exact words I used were "she's a grade A bitch." <laughs> oh, that could be fun. Since when don't you like grade A bitches, Stephen? No, 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 no. I love a good grade A bitch, but. I'd like a grade A bitch that like has a little bit of like depth to her. You know what I mean? She's uh, yes. a bitch, but not to her like Down syndrome little sister. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's a, like, she's a she's a bitch, and she's like rich and mean, and she's like horrible to everybody. But like her Steven, boyfriend loves did, her. Did you <laughs> just describe Sue Sylvester from Glee? Yes. Oh my god, yes, you exactly. did. I was like, that's what Stephen means. Exactly. Like, otherwise, it sounds, you know, slightly offensive, but you're literally just describing Sue Sylvester from Glee. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a Tough real, but fair. Real thing. Okay, but then, like, but picture, like, a hot Sue Sylvester. Like, a, I don't like she's, like, she's, like, banging. She's, like, Rachel McAdams. I think it's weird hot. that you think Sue Sylvester is not even a little hot, but... I mean, J- Jane Lynch is gorgeous, and she's I great. would, and would do, would bang, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm just talking about like a younger Sue. version. I should have said a younger Sue, a younger so, Sue Sylvester. So Hollywood, Stephen. My God, oh, make the Sue's I, younger. I think. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is I should write my main character as if she were Sue Sylvester. That's all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't be mad. Right. I would love it. In the bunker. So, guys, uh, probably should just explain what we're doing here. Um, so, so, basically, we know how much you guys either love or hate tangents mm. on the Riverdale Register. And since there's no new episode of Riverdale um, for a couple of weeks, if not for a very long time, we're not really sure how the CW is going to air the remaining episodes that they shot of this season. Um, we decided that... You know, we're going to give you guys some content anyway. It seems like you guys wanted this. If we're just screaming into the void, at least we get to talk to each other. So yeah, Right. I think it's, it's not bad. It's been, yeah. it's been too long. Right. In it's L.A., you can only hang out with friends now if you're doing a podcast. Exactly. It's kind of upsetting. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, so I put out a call on Instagram. John picked the worst possible time to go off social media. So most of the responses <laughs> That I've been giving you guys. It's mostly been for me, and then occasionally I'll talk to John. Um, and I'll give, I'll write down his response, and I'll send it to you guys. But what um, a time! What a time, guys! What a time! What a Honestly, time. John, I think Jesus will forgive you. I think. I, no, you know what? I think I. I think this is helping. To be honest, I think being be honest, on, right, it's probably making you feel better. Being on Twitter would probably be like a lot of conflicting information all day long, and a lot yeah, of people freaking sure. out. See, I need social media for work, so it's sort of one of those things where I have no choice but to be on it anyway. So. I feel like I can't even really limit it because if I get it a little bit, I'm going it, to, it's hard. So anyway, so, but yeah, so while on social media on our Riverdale register Instagram, which I do occasionally check, um, <laughs> I put up a call for what episodes of what bonus episodes you guys might like to he- like to hear. Um, and basically the main one that we got was just sort of like sharing our pop culture opinions, like recommendations and stuff like that. So what we've come up with for the first episode of uh, in the bunker is to have <laughs> the three of us share. We had to bring in Steven um, because he's the movie, most opinionated show, and- person we know. Well, I was gonna get. I was getting there. I was gonna say Stephen yeah. was our guest host that definitely got uh, the best reviews. Though we really have had, I think, <laughs> only Stephen. I mean, he's um, part of the family. This is also this also sells Sabrina. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly, we're cross promoting, which is Stephen, exciting. Is, uh, how is season three of Binging Adventures coming? <laughs> Uh, you know, so that's going to be, that's going to be tough to do. Uh, <laughs> I should have done it when the show came out. Oh my God. Wait, uh, but if you, you, what if you did it with your white parents? Oh, I love that. <laughs> it was just me, me and, uh, the 60 year old couple that I live with, uh, <laughs> would, would be interesting. It's normal. It'd be it's, interesting. it's not weird. It's normal. I, I would love to hear Lori's <laughs> take on, on Sabrina without having seen seasons I, one and two. <laughs> <laughs> and then have her stay up 24 hours with yes. me while, uh, while Until we, it ends with Steven, we would have to be... move out. And you're like, but there's a pandemic. 
but we would be wasted probably by hour five. Right. So we wouldn't <laughs> right. even make it. In the bunker. So, John, tell us, uh, tell us what movie you're going to recommend to our listeners. By the way, we've not mentioned Riverdale, like, fucking once. Do we? Uh, <laughs> wait, do we have to talk about Riverdale? <laughs> no, we don't. I just realized that, like, like not at all. Yeah, I mean, what <laughs> Which, did we learn? Does, has anything new come out? Oh, wait, nothing, I did learn something about Riverdale. Apparently, the whole, the whole main cast signed a three-season contract. So what? We're getting wow. at least seven seasons of Riverdale now. Oh my god, and that means seven seasons of the Riverdale Register. <laughs> Hell yeah. Three season contract. Holy yeah. shit. That that I don't means even it's know gonna they, run they made those anymore. It's yeah. gonna run longer than Gossip Girl did. Can I tell a quick Gossip Girl story before we move on? Yeah. Um I'd be so mad if you didn't. I was in Chinatown in New York with my parents or with my mom and my sister and my aunt. And I my sister turns to me and she's like, My sister Allison, who you guys know. Uh, after I do love Allison. After she joined the cast of Our Lives last year, <laughs> now you know. Um, so so she turns to me and she's like, "Oh, that's Chuck from Gossip Girl. Like I just saw him." And I was like, "Allison, are you fucking kidding?" I didn't say fucking because I was a child. I was like, that. <laughs> I was like thirteen. But, but emotionally, or, it was there. Yeah, I was like, "What? Like, why didn't you tell me earlier?" Blah blah blah. So anyway, so we lose him. I'm upset. Then we see him again. And when we see him again, I start following him through the streets of New York, like literally like following this man, like through New York. And then I find him, he's on the street and he's there with a guy who plays Rufus. And so Ed Westbrook is smoking and I just go up to him and I go, Oh my God. Hi. And he doesn't say anything. (laughs) Because oh. I basically interrupted his conversation. So he doesn't say anything for like a good 30 seconds. Um, That's a really long time. <laughs> because he's like, he's still talking. So that is a I pregnant can't... pause. <laughs> yes, it was. But then eventually he does realize that I'm there. And then he's very nice. But then the funniest thing is the guy who plays Rufus, who is Dan's dad on the show, offers to take a picture of me and Chuck. As though he's, oh. like, not a part of the show. And I was like, no, like, I know who you are. Like, Rufus, like, I also want a picture of you. So then I have a picture now of Chuck and Rufus and me. Um, and I'm so excited. You yeah. need to post that. You need well, to post I, that with wait, this, with this episode. Isn't I, Chuck is Bass bad? Yes. He is. I was not going to mention that because that kind of fucks up my whole story. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... In the bunker. Do you guys know about the app Just Watch? No. No. Wait, yes. Okay, I think so, you've actually told me about it. Okay. Ian so is in here, the by the way, getting oh, hold his on. Is this one of those, like, it has all of the apps apps? Yes. Yes. And it will tell you where you can watch the show for free and where you can download it, you know, um, you know, for rent or for buying. So it's called Just Watch for those of you who are listening, who are interested in finally having an app that will tell you where you can watch a particular movie. Uh, or TV show. I love that. Yes. Sorry, guys. Ian is Ian is trying to be quiet, but for some reason is being so very loud. loud. Honestly, who cares? Hi, trying. Ian. Say hi. Hi, Ian. Ian, say hi. Hi. In the bunker. Now, wait, John, you were supposed to tell us what t- what movie yes. you were watching. Uh, you okay, watch. so uh, the one I emailed you is not – like I emailed you Hobbs and Shaw, but I, I kind of changed my mind to the last minute. Uh, oh, bastard. <clears throat> did, you know, did you know The Mask of Zorro from the 90s is just on Netflix right now? No, actually. I didn't know that. But that's a nice movie. So that's I watched that this morning because I a YouTuber I like just just put out like a hey you should watch this movie video and I was like I it has been a long time since I saw that movie. Is great. that the one with Antonio Banderas? It is the one with Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta Jones and oh, ooh, so their good. chemistry is incredible in that one. She is not in enough movies now, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. Like what? Not. Why not? I think she's taking a break. You think? I mean, she is, I think she maybe won an Academy Award or was nominated for one, but it's like, I have not seen enough of Catherine Zeta-Jones. She was in everything, 
in like the nineties, early aughts. And, and then you no, know, she no, she won. She won for uh, Chicago, I think. She deserves it. That's a great yeah. movie. That's one of my favorite movies. I love that. I love Chicago. But John, oh, why do you too. like uh, Mask of Zorro? Well, because uh, it's a great Batman movie. Uh, <laughs> oh. and, it's the best Batman movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Can you summarize the plot for those of us who have not seen it since like 1998? Hell yeah. Uh, so, I'm not so, sure when it came out. <laughs> what's his, uh, Anthony Hopkins plays uh, the original Zorro, who's like Sold. going around fighting the Spanish who are, who are ruling uh, California. And he, and he has, like, a decisive victory over his, brute, over his mortal enemy, who then finds him at his house, having deduced his secret identity, kills his wife, burns oh. down his house, imprisons Zorro, and then kidnaps his daughter to raise as his own. Holy Why would anybody want to kidnap someone's daughter and then have to raise that daughter? Uh, because <laughs> because the, the villain was in love with Zorro's wife. <sighs> That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's very evil. He's incredibly evil. The The villains are so evil in this movie. Uh, 20 years later, Antonio Banderas is like a small town crook. The original Zorro escapes from jail. They decide to team up to, to get their respective revenge. And Antonio Banderas is basically trained to become the new Zorro. So it's like... What is Zorro? Zorro is like... Um, he's like Mexican Batman. Like yeah. straight up... It's uh, it's like this very rich aristocratic don of that of that time period, who dresses up in a in a mask and like fights crime Robin Hood style, uh, and like and like helps the people of Mexico or California. I love it. How do you not know who Zorro is? Well, I know who Zorro is. I just didn't really know what like like was a Zorro like. He carves Z's into things. Yeah. No, 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 I know, but like, is he a, is it like a last name thing? Oh, it's a title. Is it like yeah, it's a, a title. Like his right. real name, I think, is De La Vega. Okay. Like Rogelio. That's De his Vega. last name. Yeah. I think it's like Don, Di- Don Diego. Yeah. Don Diego Vega. Diego De La Vega. Yeah. So this is like a, so this is like a, the Batman movie without all the bullshit, essentially. That's he, right. Like, like, and this is like a, he's like a folk hero. Uh, who was around long before Batman existed. I would watch that. That sounds like a nice movie. I also imagine this movie, which I definitely have seen. Mm-hmm. I like remember distinctly like watching it. This movie is kind of like you do this a double feature with like the princess bride, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, they kind of, they so kind of good. swoon in the, in the same way. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that would be like the way to watch it. In the bunker. Steven, what show are you watching? Uh, the show I am watching is McMillions on HBO. Ooh. It is a docu-series um, about something that actually happened. So back in the 90s, McDonald's had uh, – they still have it. They still run it. The uh, McDonald's like game where you get little game pieces and you collect them and you can like win like a million dollars, you can win a car, that kind of stuff. The Monopoly one, right. So back in the late 90s, early 2000s, somebody was caught, like, stealing the pieces, like, like getting the pieces illegally and cashing the prizes. And the only reason they were caught, and all of this is in the first episode, so I'm not giving away anything too much, but uh, the only reason they were caught was because McDonald's, not McDonald's, the FBI was contacted and uh, there were three people in one family that had won top prizes. So does. And, and the, <laughs> as the, they were like the odds of the people in the same family winning three top prizes is like one in like 300 million. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so they called the FBI and they were like, hey, maybe you should check this out because I think they're committing fraud. And the documentary goes so far from there and it is a bananas story so if you get a chance to see what actually happened uh, in this fbi investigation it is honestly honestly incredible television if you so, love docu-series i watched the first episode i really really liked it i, I think what happens is when i watch things before bed i fall asleep so right. ian probably watched like the rest of it and i just was asleep <laughs> um, but but i really love the fbi agents like they're such characters <laughs> 
There's one in particular that's oh hilarious. Dude, that FBI agent, I think his name is Doug or something, and he talks about how like he had just joined the FBI, and he all he wanted to do was like go undercover, right? All he, all he wanted to do was like, I just want to like get the big one. I want to go undercover, and so he's like begging his senior agent to like let him go undercover. And when they finally come, when this case like comes across his desk, he's like, "What if we do an undercover thing?" And the and the the, and the senior little agent is like. I mean, I guess fine. We could do it. So he like you'll you'll see it if you get to get a chance to watch it. But he goes through these elaborate lengths to like trick these people into telling him how they won the money and how it all came down. And it is it's incredible television. It's a very fun documentary because sometimes it's like with the uh, with docu series, if the subject is not like already fascinating sometimes it can be like a little like okay like you really have to make it like super juicy and like mcdonald's is fun monopoly is fun but you could have also told that story i think in a very straightforward not very fun way but the documentary from what i've seen of it anyway was so just deeply entertaining i like love you are so right like it could have been a very dry like business forward fraud forward documentary but it was very fun I thought, that's really so. funny that you say that cuz like this was an article first this was like a big exposé article that came out and like now it's the documentary series but i think they're trying to make like a narrative movie based on this as well i think that would be really good i would be surprised good. in the bunker Should I go? Yeah, man. Yeah. What do you want okay. to well, talk about? When we were talking about this, I know we said sort of like any any non-movie or show media medium? Media? Who's to say? Out there. <laughs> um, so I thought that I would suggest something that I've been playing a lot of. And I think if you guys are in isolation right now, you can take advantage of. Um, so it's called Jackbox. And maybe this is a thing that's very familiar to you guys, but I've introduced it to a lot of people recently, so I guess it's not as popular as I thought it was. But basically what it is, is it's this online game you download. I believe you can also download it through Roku, um, but you can download it through this this platform called Steam, which is how I have it. Um, And basically... Same. Yeah, it's like, it's very simple, but you download it through Steam and it's this, you buy like party packs And in your party pack, there are a series of a couple of games per party pack. Um, And they're all games that you can play with your friends via your smartphone. So you go to jackbox.tv and you can sort of answer trivia questions that way. Um, They have kind of like almost like kind of code names type games. If you guys know what that board game is. Yeah. Different kind of games that you can play with a bunch of people, with your friends, without having to kind of set up like an entire game or get cards or whatever. And everybody, you know, most people have smartphones nowadays, so it it makes everything like very simple. Um, Of course, you know, the way most people play it is you sit around on your couch, you know, get a bunch of people. Now we can't really do that. Um, But But I will say, I will say, (laughs) well, I, and this is just to your point, and I'm sure this is what you were exactly about to say. I uh, was on a Skype call with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of my friends. We were talking, laughing, boozing, as we always do. Uh, right. And everyone was like, oh, I guess I wish we had a game. And I was like, what? Of course we have a game. I'm on the <laughs> computer and I have Jackbox. I think it was Party Pack 3, um, which is one where you have uh, murder trivia, murder, yeah, murder mystery party trivia or something mm-hmm. like that. It's the best one. And I... And I can well shut shut your mouth, John. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, we'll debate what games and, are best. <laughs> I I shared all I had to do was share my screen, and everybody could get on the Jackbox TV and play the trivia game. We could all play it together, so it was the best. It was actually way more fun than uh, than just like talking and laughing, which is what we normally do. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say Google Hangouts, but I guess Skype is like the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get my parents to get in on it. They've played with me before, but in person. So I have to figure out how, how to teach them how to do the Google Hangout. Right. Uh, but that's, yeah, it's fun. And it's also like, you know, 
it just it's like a very light game it's not quite like cards against humanity which like there is some adult stuff in it but mostly it's like pretty pg pg 13 maybe at the most it depends on the players that's true exactly but it's not it's like you know anybody could play it um usually it's like you do a lot of inside jokes with people because you know it's like whatever you guys were talking about you're gonna write in a lot of jokes. I guess it's kind of hard to explain without you having played it, but there's this game called Quiplash where you basically, uh, it's like you finish jokes kind of. Is that how you yeah. would say it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's exactly. Just doing bits at each other. Right. Exactly. So it's like a lot of like, you know, you'd be like, what's worse than a fly in your soup? You would be like coronavirus. <laughs> Stuff oh, like that. So good one. topical. Good one. Exactly. And everyone's going to put coronavirus but you know, right. you, you gotta, everyone, you gotta get through it once. Exactly. Right. But it's a really fun thing. And if you're just looking for a way to connect with your friends without, you know, touching. actually touching them, I think that's, uh, that's it. Mm. But yeah, that's really good. Caitlin. Fantastic. Thank you. I know. I feel like people are either going to be like, obviously I know a Jackbox is <laughs> or people are going to be really, really happy that I told them about it. Right. So, so you know, yeah. the the ones that are happy about it, fantastic. And the ones that aren't, you know, fuck them. My, my favorite game on Jackbox is the one where you have to uh, sell an invention to the other people oh. there. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, that one, one, it's got all the hits, you know? It's got drawing puzzles, it's got description puzzles, and you have to actually present something to everyone. What is the name of that one? Because I don't think I have that party pack. I don't know. Gosh, it, Michael and I played at the, uh, well, when we were in Scotland. Hold on. I can I can find out. I, I do have one criticism of Jackbox. Just one. It's small. But it's that every party pack you buy, the games are pretty similar if that makes sense. So like there is, um, there's kind of like one version of every game per party pack. So there's like different trivia, uh, murder parties, which are pretty much the same quiplash. They have kind of different, they have quiplash. I think one quiplash two quiplash three, I think. Yeah. And then there's they a, have, sorry. Uh, quiplash three is going to be in the new one coming out soon. Ooh. I'm just curious how it's going to be different. I wish they had like a little bit more variety, Probably but that being prompts, said, right. Yeah. Um, uh, John, you're talking about patently stupid. Patently oh, stupid. Yeah, that's me. In the bunker. So, John, what show are you watching? Um, well, I, I God, uh, I haven't really delved in the deep end to binge anything yet. I've just been catching up on This Is Us recently. Uh, I love it. Which is good because, like, last before all this started, I was somewhere in that this year's Big Three trilogy, but now I've been catching up. But I think their season finale is next week. So, like, it's not going to get thrown off by all of this, although they will 100% be talking about all of this next season because that show really exists in the real world. Uh, Who wants to cry with John? But this season has been, I think, really, really strong. Uh, really good, really insightful for its characters. Uh, and I thought they just had like a really good run of episodes recently. And they had one where they imagined a world where uh, Jack Pearson, Milo Ventimiglia, never died in the show. Oh, I loved it. Which is loved like, that oh. episode. Like, I was waiting for that to happen at some point in the show because, like, you gotta do it at some point to have him be able to act with the adult cast. But the fact that they used that as a launching pad to talk about a diff- like Randall's issues with his parents and his mother and all of that is like, oh, this show is smarter than we give it credit for sometimes. Oh, for sure. Did you find, because this was something on Twitter that I saw a lot, and I also texted this to you as I uh, after I watched it. Randall sucks now. Like, yeah. not in a way that feels wrong for the character, but no. in a way that, like, makes me unhappy for you, you me. You understand what's going on, but that was a really bad thing that he did. Yeah. And I get I, it, but as a Randall, I get it. But, <laughs> oh. you know, like, like it's hard. It's, yeah, I, I'm I gonna be spoil it. But. I'm going to be honest. I do... Do not never like, never have liked Randall. That's because you're Kevin, Steven. Gosh. I am totally a Kevin. <laughs> I'm totally a Kevin. Oh, that makes sense. I, yeah. You get to be hot. It's great. Oh. Yeah. You. You're you're very hot as Steven, but you know, also in the world of Kevin. 
So it's good. Congratulations. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. In the bunker. I, you know what? I want to talk about my movie because this is very important. This is very important to me. And my game is not very fully thought out. My recommendation for movies uh, to watch is Trolls. The first Trolls movie. I have a lot to of prepare, <laughs> To prepare for Trolls World Tour that's going to be available on, on video demand um, on April 6th. Perfect. Uh, to Because they were going to release it in theaters, but now they're releasing it. Um, on video on demand. Yeah, uh, Universal's so releasing a bunch of the movies on demand. I was just thinking, it's like, oh, I can still see The Invisible Man. This is great. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, my movie really is prepare yourself for a lot of the movies that you are excited to see in theaters to be right, right at home, right yeah. uh, on your screens, on your Roku's, on your Apple TV's. Um, one that I was really, really looking forward to because I'm a huge Anna Kendrick fan uh, and Justin Timberlake fan was Trolls World Tour. Wait, so I'm sorry. What is Trolls? I know Stormy Webster, a.k.a. Kylie Jenner's daughter, really likes Trolls. So back in the 80s. Okay. The 80s? Wait, uh, there, are these the things a, with the hair? The yeah. things, the little, they oh were very God. popular little monitos. Yes. Uh, with like long hair. Yes. Okay. I don't think I realize those are the same things. Isn't that weird? That is very weird. Considering how smart you are. Well, they look um, less creepy now in the movie. I agree. They definitely look less creepy. So the idea for Trolls, since you're asking, uh, the idea for Trolls is <laughs> uh, that there are these like magical little creatures that exist in the forest or wherever they are that love to sing and hug and throw glitter at people's face. Okay. Um, which seems very up your alley, Kate. Yeah, it does. It seems fun. Right. So <laughs> it's just Caitlin. Um, it's my personality. <laughs> so um, the two main trolls are voiced by Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake sings a fantastic little song that was on the number one charts for a very long time. Wait, can't stop the feeling. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god! Good. I knew it was from Trolls, but I didn't realize he was in Trolls. He was also in <laughs> Trolls. He is a troll. Uh, yeah. What? Jeez. And, oh, cool. uh, first of all, it's a fantastic movie. We should totally watch it. Um, okay. What else so, are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to watch Trolls 2. It's going to be a double feature, obviously. Um, so the trolls are being eaten by things called Bergens. They are, they look like people kind of, oh. they're like bigger, oh. bigger things. And they love the taste of trolls for some reason. Wait, they literally uh, okay. eat them? They eat them. I mean, what? you never see the carnage, but they're like, there's like this old, like, wives' tale that, like, Bergens can only feel happiness by eating a troll. That's uh, so They can fun. only feel true happiness by eating a troll. Um, and they only get to do that once a, once a year. When they um, eat the troll, does the troll, like, get swallowed entirely and does it, li- like, live in the stomach or is it dead? I think it's, it's probably. I think it's probably dead. Caitlin's like, please tell me this anyway. is the kind of cartoon where nothing dies. Right. No, no, no. So no, 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 no. This is a cartoon where where things die. So, um, but it's not like carnage. So, right. okay. I mean, eventually, the trolls teach kind of the Bergens like that. They don't need to eat them, but they do it in a fun way. Okay. So. Uh, in this next and in this next movie, Anna Kendrick comes back with her kind of sidekick friend, Justin Timberlake, and they um, are meeting different kinds of trolls. So in the Trolls movie, you meet just the pop troll, the trolls that sing pop music. So obviously okay. they sing only pop music. But in so this like new movie, in this new movie. Um, there are different kinds of trolls. So there's like rock and roll trolls. There are country trolls. So they have to unite all the trolls uh, to defeat one major, majorly really bad troll played by John. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer. Not Rachel Bloom. Oh, Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom, crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh, I love that. Okay. Good for I also, her. I saw, yes. I saw this she trailer plays- for Cats. Yeah, she plays I, the rock and roll. She plays the rock and roll troll who wants to take over the world and turn all the trolls into rock and roll trolls because none of the other uh, genres can stand up to snuff. Oh, great! That's a really, really evil, soft. Evil movie. Rachel Bloom is a good call. <laughs> evil Rachel Bloom is a great call. Anyway, that's the movie that I'm saying you should watch. Comes out April 6th on video on demand. 
be there, be squared. So I'm not trying to be cynical because this movie sounds fucking delightful, but yes. don't you think this was just Universal's way of getting like Universal music to put out like a really awesome soundtrack and make like a lot of we can't stop the feeling money off of it? Yes. Hell yeah. In the bunker. Caitlin, tell us your movie. My movie. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, TBD, I mean TBT, to the last movie I saw in theaters, which was Emma. So um, Also on Jacob demand now. Also, well, yes, exactly. That's why I recommended it. I didn't want to recommend anything that people couldn't watch soon on demand. Um, so anyway, me and Jacob, who you guys don't know, but maybe he listens to this, unclear. Hi, Jacob. Um, anyway, we <laughs> Hi, went Jacob. to... We went to the Alamo Draft House. Um, I was a mess of anxiety over coronavirus, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the movies. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is just setting the scene. But we saw the movie, and for the hour and a half or two hours that I was in this movie, I was so free of all of my worries because Emma is so delightful. So I'm not a huge... It? it? was delightful. So I'm not a huge Jane Austen person. That doesn't mean I don't like her. I just have never really read her books, like, growing up. Like, I know some people grew up uh, big, big fans of Pride and Prejudice and um, all of the other books that she wrote that I cannot think of now. But she wrote Emma. Um, and you guys probably all know that Clueless is an adaptation of Emma. So I'd never seen Emma, which right. is the Gwyneth Paltrow version, I think from the like nineties or the early two thousands, but I have seen clueless like a billion times and I love clueless. So I was just very, um, I was very happy to watch this movie having only seen clueless and having never read Emma and really being able to follow along with the story by putting together, Oh, like this character played by Mia Goth, is played by Brittany Murphy in Clueless. But for those of you who don't know the story of Emma, it's very simple. It's this rich girl played by um, Anya Taylor-Joy, who you might know from Split or The Witch. And she plays Emma, rich, but kind of um, kind of snobby, but thinks more than her being snobby, she's the kind of snobby who thinks she's being really kind when actually Ooh. she's being like incredibly like patronizing and condescending My um, girl. yeah like she's she's very fun because she doesn't really check herself at all and she um in the film she has a friend that she makes who's like of a poor class named harriet and she basically takes harriet under her wing and tries to get her kind of matched with like a a person of uh emma's social status but along the way, she kind of alienates the person that Harriet is really in love with. And Emma realizes that, like, kind of this family friend of hers is really the person for her, even though she's kind of trying to, like, date above her social standing a little bit. Anyway, it's very funny, even though it's in the Jane Austen time period. It's uh, the jokes really land and you just really get the emotions of these characters without you know, without them speaking in the dialogue that we would speak now or behaving exactly as we would now. But I don't know if you guys remember in Clueless, but Paul Rudd plays Josh, who's Cher's stepbrother. Stepbrother, yeah. Stepbrother, or former stepbrother. And <laughs> just scene- not related enough. <laughs> exactly, just right. not related enough. There's a scene where... He goes to Brittany Murphy's character, Ty, because she's sitting alone at a party and like he asks her to dance and they like, you know, dance together or whatever. And he's clearly doing it because he wants to make Cher uh, happy by helping out her friend. And the same scene is in Emma. And for me, it's like it's like the same emotions you felt in Clueless, you feel in Emma, which is more traditional Jane Austen. And I was just like, it's so cool that we have these two things together. So my recommendation is not just watching Emma, but watching Clueless and having them sort of like kind of meld in your brain a little bit, because I just think it's so cool. I don't know. I was like the whole time I was thinking Clueless when I was watching Emma. I thought it was great. And now you can watch it uh, coming on demand, 1999. I think is the price point for a 48 hour rental. Mm-hmm.
My game is, it's not a new game, that's for sure. Well, we, we rebooted uh, Rocket League onto our PlayStation here in the apartment. So me what and my roommates have just been... What is Rocket League? Tell me all about Steven, it. you don't remember Rocket League? Do you remember when we got Jill, her Xbox? We got her, like, one game. And it was this, like, yeah. car soccer game. That's Rocket League. So you're basically oh. driving, eh, it's either a car or a Hot Wheel, but you're driving like a, like a sci-fi car around a giant soccer field where you have to jump the car into a big soccer ball to try to score into the other team's nets. Maybe there's one of you, maybe there's two people on each team or whatever. Uh, it's very hard to wow. control, uh, but uh, dizzyingly fun as you try to get a hang over it and, uh, and, get, and, and, and score goals. Plus, you get to customize your your little uh, your little robo car thing. I just realized. I just realized that I do, in fact, know what this is. Oh. Um, yes, I've played it before. <laughs> it's very hard to play for me. Very. Uh, hard. Yeah, I'm very not good it at it. It sounds very hard, but to play for I I never not have fun with it. So that's something. Okay, and it you can download into, it on Steam. Yeah, uh, I don't. Steam. I don't know if it's. Oh, is it on Steam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think this game one. got bought by the guys who do uh, Fortnite. Cool. So now it's like really available. It it may turn into Lord of Flies in our apartment. Like we may start actually using this to decide important shit, and then it's all gonna. Oh. Be right. But uh, for now, very very fun. <laughs> and we can do as a group. Lord of the Flies. In the bunker. Steven, did you do you have a game? If you're, he has a um, thing. Uh, so I have a thing. I have a couple of things. Okay. Um, Let's hear them. I so another thing that you guys can do. I don't know if any of you know this. It's been kind of on social media a little bit. Uh, if you're missing your friends and you want to do something with them, you can use the Google Net the Google Netflix Party Chrome extension. Awesome. Uh, to watch a movie and it opens up a little chat room next to the movie and you can chat back and forth about the movie while you watch it. That's great. Wait, does so that I mean that was, uh, so I have to be watching the movie friends. on my laptop then? I would think so. I don't think mm-hmm. you can do it on on your phone. But yeah, if you have a laptop well, no, but like on like, my hey, TV? Watch- Maybe. Maybe. It's a Google Chrome extension so I'm not sure how those work but mm-hmm. I did, just did it with a friend and uh, we just sort of watched National Treasure for. Oh, uh, fun! And we like went back and forth and uh, talked about like how Nicolas Cage doesn't do like great movies anymore. And, you know, <laughs> Whoa, whatever. hey, see Mandy. Whoa, hey, hey take a look, take it out, take a load off. What are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> also, National Treasure. Uh, Diane Diane Kruger is the most gorgeous person in that. I whole agree. Movie. She's beautiful. And really kind of on, you know, within just within that cast for sure. Uh, but um, maybe maybe ever for me. I don't know. Where is she? Where has she been? Germany? I don't know. What is she doing? Like, really, what is she doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's doing stuff, but she was on that show The Bridge. But I don't really know what happened to her after that. She did that movie with um, Steve. Car- she was in the Steve Carell movie where he was like. Like really into um, like uh, what's the word? Um, like they were women. It's like welcome to Marwin. Marwin, yes, Melvin Marwin. She did a little bit bit part in that. I think weird movie. Not weird movie. What is that movie about? Is it about dolls? No, no. It's so there was like this true story of this guy who. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I sneezed. There was this no true way. story of this guy no who got like. Say bless you. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Bless you. Thank you. God. Was, I'm trying to tell you about this movie. There was now a true story about this guy who got like really beaten up, had some head trauma, and he was recovering. And as he was recovering, he was basically building this town for little like Barbie doll size. Uh, dolls and action figures and like did like an art show about it and stuff and he was a bit weird and he wore high heels and stuff and then Robert Zemeckis turned it into like a movie where 
Steve Carell mentally escapes into the little town where he hangs out with all of his female friends and, like, saves them from a dastardly villain. Like, it's a very strange adaptation of a true story. So my Netflix Chrome extension is one. And then the other one is uh, crafting. I've decided I'm going to get very into crafting. Um, Have you started? I have. I have. I actually am uh, sort of on the the cusp of my first craft. What is uh, it? I watched a TikTok. Do you guys watch TikTok? Yeah, I do. Mm, I love really. it. Okay, so I follow Lizzo on TikTok. Great. And, I've heard of her. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, and she has she has a TikTok where she's like dancing at a, at a, at a pool party. Um, and it only was like posted like a week ago. And I'm like, mm, should you really be at a pool party? We're in a pandemic. But <laughs> I digress. She's wearing these glasses. They're gold rimmed glasses. Uh, they had they get no they do not block anything up from the sun of because course. all all they say is that bitch that on one uh, side and bitch on the other side of the nose. And it's like written in like gold cursive letters and they just it sort of sit on her face and they say that bitch. I love that. And that comes from her song, her very famous song, uh, where she says that she's 100 percent. That, that bitch. bitch. Right. Oh. Uh, she also has trademarked that phrase, by, by the way. Uh, Ooh, OK, so we so can never buy that. So what I'm about to say is. Maybe illegal. Stephen, don't make us pay for this. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, oh no, okay, so now we can never make our own shirts that say that bitch. I don't know if she will come after you unless you start selling them. So, I was going to sell them, unfortunately. Yeah, okay, well then you. I think you can. I think you can make them for yourself, but okay. you cannot. So I decided I wanted to make those glasses because I looked online. And I was like, oh my gosh, is I wonder if it's like merch that you can buy. Mm-hmm. It's not. It wasn't. She probably okay. had them specially made. Uh, so I decided to use a wire hanger and some gold, uh, uh, <laughs> gold uh, paper clips, and I put the paper clips into little letters, and I glued them to a uh, coat hanger. And honestly, it turned out pretty dope. I'm so excited to see them. Are you like? Are they no, done? I'm gonna. Uh, I'll send you. I, I, they're quite done. All I need to do is like. Uh, like spray paint them gold, but look, I I'm love that. Just, I'm so excited. I'm going to send you both the picture just so you can, you can marvel at how much I've enjoyed my crafting. <laughs> so you're obviously going to wear them to candy pop whenever we go back. Yes. Of course. Whenever yeah. candy pop is back up and running. Oh, so sad. In the bunker. I'm all sleepy guys. My head is now, my eyes are closed. This is, not a, this is not me saying that we're Caitlin. done with the podcast. I'm just telling you I'm very chill right now. Caitlin, what's your show? Oh, my show? Oh, my God. Thank you guys for asking. <laughs> so my show, my show, it's The Society on Netflix. Um, I'm pretty sure that I have brought this up on our Riverdale regular programming. Yeah, I was pretty anti-society anti at first. Yeah, well, you were anti-society, and then you got into it, and then I was proud and happy. Right. Well, it's so, I maintain it's got this, a really weak what is first this? episode. Oh my god, Steven, you don't know what the society is? How have we never talked about this? Let me let okay, me school wait. you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the society is about this town in Connecticut. It's like a kind of like a upper middle class um, town. So at the beginning of the first episode, they there is a town meeting with like all the parents, everybody, and they're like, "What are we going to do about the smell?" So there's a really bad smell that apparently comes in and out of this town, like a terrible smell. Everyone smells Ew. it. Nobody knows why it's there. Nobody can figure it out. But they're like, "We got to do something to deal with the smell." Okay, so the kid. The kids of this town, like the teenagers, like I'm not sure exactly how many teenagers. Maybe it's like all of the junior class or something. But anyway, enough. so they it's enough of the teenagers. Maybe like a hundred of them. A significant so, amount of teenagers. The teens. Like a Too many call, say a church full of teenagers. <laughs> right, because that's, they, that's a lot of teens. The church is important later. So basically, they get 
they they get sent to like go camping on a trip, right? They're gonna go, so they go into the onto like three buses. Um, they're driving for a while. They fall asleep. Then they say, "Oh, there's been like a flood, uh, so we can't go camping." So they come back to the town. They get back oh, to the town. Wait, 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 wait. I think I've seen this. This has been out for like a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been out for a while. You've oh, seen this, but I mean, like they try to leave. They try to leave the town, and it's like blocked by like a big, big ass bush or a big ass like tree. Yeah, it's just the woods around their town. The woods, the big ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh wait, okay. So I stopped at the first episode because you're right, Sean. Sean, you're just like, I know, I'm Sean. I'm French now. <laughs> <laughs> because you're right, John. It, it is a very weak first episode. Are you saying it gets better? I'm saying it gets fucking fantastic. So, Steven, you gotta get to like episode three. Yeah, and I know okay. that's annoying to be like, oh, but I want it to be good right away, and I get that. Um, I mean, I want, I didn't find the first episode bad. I just found it not as enticing as w- the rest of the season goes places that I think are very compelling and pretty deep. I think um, thought provoking. So basically, they create kind of a new society when they realize that they've either been sent somewhere else. Um, they, they're not really sure where they are and it's never quite figured out. I think that they, I I don't want to spoil anything, but it's almost like, so not, not about where they are or how they're going to get back as much as it is about the new world that they've created. Um, it's about the day to day. Like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It's, it's basically, it's Lord of the Flies meets, um, it's actually, so so something that I learned later after I watched the show was that the society is actually based on the, the myth of the Pied Piper. Do you know what that is? So yes, yes. The Pied Piper, you know, takes all the kids away after the parents don't pay him for, I think getting rid of the rats or something like he uses. Correct. He uses his magical flute or whatever to get rid of the rats in the town. Town doesn't want to pay him and the rats are already gone. So it doesn't matter. And then he takes the kids. That's right. Yeah. That's which a really is where the term, which is where the term it's time to pay the Pied Piper comes from. I mean, pay the fucking Pied Piper. He did you a service. So rude. <laughs> like really. So rude. But what the show ends up getting into is, uh, is sort of the different kinds of government that can form out of chaos. Um, it and I don't me of like, think it ever really early lost or early the hundred. Yeah. They're still trying to kind of trying to figure yeah. out what the rules are for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very, uh, it, it really does. Like you can see that this show is going to be shown in like high schools whenever we're allowed to have high school again. Um, like, like the, uh, the different concepts of government that they set up, the ways in which like certain governments, uh, you can see like, the weak spots in them, if that makes sense. And you can see how certain yeah. people poke holes in, in the weak spots of each government system and, uh, topple it, which I thought was really interesting. Like it kind of dives into is communism moral is democracy moral is, you know, is authoritarianism when you don't vote someone in always bad, or is there, you know, is there times when it's necessary? And, you know, it doesn't really give you any concrete answers, but it's such a fun show, I think. And it also makes me, like, feel, um, I don't know, I like, really want to, like, live with the characters and I want them to succeed. And the villains are really good because they're really interesting. Yeah. I really okay. like it. I feel like I'm not All explaining right the show that well but i don't want to spoil anything no it's fine i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna give yeah. it a, i'm gonna give it till episode four or five and then probably finish it because i hate myself awesome. in the bunker so have we gone through all of our things yeah i think we have oh my god please keep interacting with the instagram even when we're not talking about riverdale uh it's really great to hear from you guys yeah shoot us um, more questions yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to add some more stuff. Maybe I'll I'll start a uh, every week. I'll post like a new thing on the grid where people can just you know. Yeah, or like yeah, put it in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that people tend to interact with us more on our personal Twitters, which I like, but it's harder to keep track of things because um, 
you know, it's not all in one concrete place. And I feel like I get tweeted at constantly and I tweet at people constantly. Yeah. Uh, you're very so. popular. Yeah, I don't know, guys. My social cloud is going to go down when I can't see anyone for the next year and a half. The timeline keeps increasing in my mind. I'm like, I'll be 30 by the time this is over. Right, right. I know um, it's hitting in the prime of our of our youths. You know, I, we were all in I, such good shape I'm heading into you. this, and like, it's not going to hold for me. I know it's not. I, I've been eating a I, lot of cookies. I I have also been eating not a lot of cookies, but. Oh, I have one thing. Actually, can we recommend one more thing before we sign off? What? Because I have a really good recommendation. In the bunker. I want to recommend to people, what are you eating right now? Because <laughs> I have three things that I'm eating a lot of in isolation, which, again, has been five days. Mm. Um, and I'd like to share those with the with the public. Oh. All right. Okay, Caleb. Okay. Go ahead. What are you okay. eating now? Something okay. healthy. What are you eating? Something healthy, asparagus with lemon. Delicious. That is the end of the healthy oh. stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, it's oil, asparagus, delicious. No. Okay, today I got vanilla ice cream, and I put blood orange olive oil on top that I got from the farmer's market. Um, and then oh. I And then I put sea salt on top of that, and it was so... Good. I was so fancy. I felt the fanciest, like as the fanciest little lady in all the land. Um, and it honestly just made me so happy. So that's one thing. And then the other thing I've been doing is I've been making cupcakes and freezing them. And then when you take a cupcake out, you don't even really need to defrost it for that long. You just take it out. You have it on the counter for like five minutes, then you frost it with the icing that you already have in the fridge. So it's like you have an individual cupcake. So this way you don't have to make a whole thing of cupcakes. Do you know what I mean? It's like you get a cupcake a day. Didn't you make a whole thing of cupcakes in this scenario? Well, I did, but you don't (laughs) have to like frost them. And then you don't feel compelled to like eat 24 cupcakes in like three days Uh like I normally do. Um, So it's nice. If you guys want like to do a dessert like that, but you don't feel like you know, you don't want to eat a bunch of things all at once. Freeze cupcakes. They're so much easier than you think they are. That's Interesting. it. Guys, <laughs> okay, so what about you? What are you eating? So, John, have you just Pretty made brownies? I made some I brownies, made brownies and they were great. Um, I'm not, I really did not bulk up on healthy options. Uh, you're just, I don't know. Because when you're panicking, you're like, you need stuff that'll last, and that's never the healthy stuff. So, I should probably take a trip to the grocery store, which remains open, and, I don't know, get some vegetables or something. Uh, yeah. Better than the amount of pasta I've been eating. But uh, one of my roommates, Cosmo, came home with the kind of Oreos called the Most Stuff Oreos, Ooh, which is, like, yeah. quadruple filling. It's the perfect ratio. It's the best. We, you know we destroyed also, them all. I also love the Oreo Thins. Thins? Um, not- no, mm-hmm. that's, no, that's wrong. Man. Oreos, sounds, uh, Oreos were going to be my thing that I'm eating right now. Really? Oreo thins or just Oreos? Nah, just regular Oreos. Uh, guys, I really think that the Oreo thins would surprise you. I know Listen, I, I'm a big it, frosting girl. I've already survived bagel thins. I just don't do thin things. Bagel thin, thins are good. Bagel thins bagel. Are, are, are an abomination. Look, I'm not to be this person, but, like, bagels are my favorite food. Then eat a bagel. <laughs> Listen, if you don't want to eat a bagel, don't eat a bagel. But don't eat a bagel thin and convince yourself it's the same thing because it's not. John, I, I've literally never not wanted to eat a bagel <laughs> in my whole life. I want to eat a bagel right now. Yeah, I honestly, if it was you guys want to go get me, bagels? I would. That, I Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> don't make her cry, John. Uh, so, so Stephen's eating Oreos. Uh, Oreos, that's what I'm eating. Yep. Oh, so, is that what pretty, your parents made? Pretty good. Did your parents make Oreos for dinner? No, we actually had a we had pasta and bolognese. Ooh, that sounds nice. Uh, uh, oh, so nice. Uh, but I'm gonna have Oreos for dessert. As soon as I'm we gonna get have off more this, ice cream. Let's hear a call. I'm probably gonna have a brownie. Yeah, I'm gonna eat cheese. <laughs> I'm gonna eat something. Ooh, cheese. Cheese yeah. and crackers, some Triscuits. That sounds good, too. In the bunker.
anyway, I'll let you guys go. This has been really fun. I miss you guys so fucking much. Um, oh man. Yeah. How I do we want to? My birthday, guys. How are we doing? A my sign birthday off? was next week. Uh, how are we doing a sign off? Yeah. Oh, Stephen, it's going to be your birthday. <laughs> I know. Here. I was going to see you both at my birthday next week. Um, but Your I'm big not going party to. on the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> had Steven, I blocked out my whole calendar for that day. Well, well it was going to be a really great party, too. I know. I already like envisioned your costume, costume outfit. Oh, I, I had the best outfit. Outfit, yeah. The good news is when I, do have my, when I do have my party, I'm going to have my that bitch uh glasses yes well okay. anyway i think we can just over and out river vixens uh steven do you want to do the honors uh sure right now yeah yeah okay over and out river vixens all right steven, yeah stay so safe good. wash your hands <laughs>